Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are back here for Bases Loaded on IE Sports Radio. We're coming down to the home stretch. We got about two or so, two and a half weeks to go here on the 2021 season. Uh, my team has been done since uh, day one. April. Yeah. Uh, Chris's yeah. team is on life support at this moment. Like, life they're support, not out definitely. of it. But the way they've been playing, you're like, uh, I think they kind of gave up. So that's going to be great. Blake's team is pretty much solid. Like They haven't clinched the division yet, but they're getting close there. Um, they'll probably be the two of the three. Uh, hold on. Let me look. Two of the three. We're seed. aiming for two. I'm yeah, aiming for I would two, aim for two. You know? Right yeah. now, you do have that two seed. You have it. Uh, yeah. It looks like a and half the, a game up. I- I, w- I would have said this time two weeks ago, the White Sox were super, super hot, but they've kind of cooled off now. But saying that, I w- am obvious with our pitching rotation. Dude, Granky came back from the DL yesterday, and he looked atrocious still. But we all know how that is. got to still work out mechanics and get through something. So I'm not going to be quick to judge that until I see him pitch one more time. But I think that is the biggest smoking gun that we need to address is – Without JV, you know, we really don't have a real ace to lean on. Uh, and that is the only thing that I'm really nervous about going Didn't into. Didn't he post, right? like, some cryptic tweet? Dude, he keeps on doing it. I yeah. sent it to you guys, and it's messing with my emotions, man. He keeps on, like, tweeting out pictures of not only just him pitching, but him pitching, like, in Astros gear, too. And I'm like, all right, bro, stop doing this to me. You know what I mean? But, I mean, with somebody as big as JV, I, I don't know if that guy could – even if there was a remote chance of him coming back for the playoffs, I, I don't think a guy like that could keep that that hush hush without somebody spilling it. Because you know, you always hear the rumors and stuff like that yeah. when people are trying to ramp up, and um, I, I just I don't see it happening. And at the same time, too, it kind of makes me nervous too because, I mean, let's face it, the guy you don't know what he. Is. He's a freed in the offseason, so it's going to be real interesting to see even what his future holds down the road. Well, I mean, and there was talks of him, like, not even coming back and pitching at any point, right? Like, that he, mm-hmm. he has flirted with retirement, so, I mean, if he thinks he can give him a month, like, if he has a chance to play in the playoffs and just jump right in there, I mean, it, you can make the counter-argument where it's almost something where he might consider that as well. Oh, dude, I, I would love it as a fan, and not only that, but, I mean, I've always been a JV fan, even when he was in Detroit, For so yeah. for him – to even like pitch for your team it's kind of like it'd be something that'd be really really cool for baseball um but yeah man i mean i'm really excited i know you guys even though let's face it brandon's got guys are on full rebuild but hey brandon i did see last week the guy that we traded for part of the Granky deal that everybody was really excited. Seth, Seth Beer? Beer. Yes, dude. I saw. Don't, no, like, no, no, no. On... Don't get me fucking started. So he hits a home run <laughs> in his major league debut pinch hit. Gets his yeah. first start last night. Dives for a ball at first and dislocates his fucking shoulder. Yeah. Like, what brutal, the hell? Brutal, brutal. No, what I'm getting at is like, how, okay, if you're Seth Beer, for real, how do you not pick? 30 for your number. Like, think beer about 30. That. What time 30. is it? It's beer, it's beer 30. Well, how do you not pick 30 for your number? Like, you would have the number one selling jersey in all of MLB. And that was always an inside joke here at the Astros. But yeah, man, I, I was really excited to see him get a start. But yeah, it's unfortunate. But hey, it, at least you know that maybe sometime in spring training next year. He's looked like he looked pretty good. He'll have somebody good. that'll be a four rounder. 
Yeah, he's a solid player, man. Solid player. He played at Clemson, so really good guy. So, um, yeah, I we'll see. I I don't think they should bring him back. I don't care that they popped his shoulder back in last night. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you gonna do? We have like 15 games left. Like, there's no reason to play him. Like, hey, it's to- it's totally normal for guys' shoulders to go out of place and then just play later. Like, it's a totally normal thing. But we need to talk about the Toronto Blue Jays. Dear Absolutely. God, are they on fire? In the month of September, they're 13 and 2, 8 and 2 in their last 10. They played Baltimore this weekend. Here are the scores. They lost 3 to 6. Had a doubleheader on Saturday, 11 to 10 and 11 to 2, and Sunday Uh-oh. was 22 to 7. <laughs> Yeah. So they scored 47 runs in a series. They just – Yeah. It was, that offense it was, is just clicking. It was funny. Somebody, like, tweeted out a gif or, like, a meme of how many teams they outscored in NFL on Sunday. It was actually pretty funny since they put they up – They outscored the Titans. Points. I know that. Yeah. That was actually pretty funny. Yeah, dude, Toronto, man. Like, remember, I, I remember sending you all that uh, last week when I was on vacation because, man, like, it kind of makes me feel a little better because, remember, I picked them to win the division. So, to see them get hot. Uh, not only to see them get hot, but, man, it's getting real interesting because, I mean, remember what we said, I mean, last time we were on, you know, we gave – we finally gave the Yankees some love on the show, which a lot of people, you know, have said in the past in comments and stuff like that that they don't realize why we don't give the Yankees love. But – what did we say? And what was the one crucial thing that I kept on hammering home is you don't want your team to get hot in August because nine times out of ten, the bottom falls out in September. And we have witnessed that to a T with this New York Yankees team. Uh, I mean, they're three and seven in the last ten. You know, I mean, they're run differential on this juggernaut team that they're like, okay, we're not going to get a bunch of arms, so we're going to go trade the world for a, a, a one through nine. You know, they only have a plus – Thirty-three right now in, yeah. in run differential. Um, right before we got on, you know, I told you guys that Green gave up the home run. They're losing to the Orioles right now. I, I think it's going to be really, really cool to kind of see. Even though we know it's overplayed, it's really going to be cool to see them in Boston fight for that last wild card right there. And I think you know, as crazy as it sounds, you know, Brandon and I and. Obviously, Chris, this past year since he's come on, we've preached on how bad the MLB has done on marketing and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's almost like this season, the storylines have written themselves. You know, I'm seeing a lot of different analysis on viewership and things like that on people that tuned in. I, I don't know if you guys caught the article on how many people actually tuned in and watched the Subway series on 9 11. <laughs> But it was one of the most watched games along with the Field of Dreams this past year. And it's really we exciting to, to see that. that series too. Yeah. yeah. It was really, really cool. But, you know, what I'm getting at is, like, you know, the MLB has failed so many times to catch the younger generation. And I'm really, really excited to see the new guys coming up. And, you know, I mean – we're about to start fall ball again with Micah, you know, my oldest and as crazy as it sounds guys, you and I both know like fall baseball supposed to be super relaxed and things like that. But his generation, more and more kids are playing baseball. They have uh, for fall baseball. We actually had more kids sign up in our little league 
been signed up in spring. Okay. It's the most that this league has had. So we are actually splitting up the division because there's so many teams this season. Thank so, you, Tatis. Yeah, no, right? It's actually, it's really, really cool. And, you know, I always say this, like whatever sport your town is doing the best in is always going to catch that younger generation's attention and, and drive them to want to play stuff. So it's kind of exciting to me because I've always had a, my first love has always been baseball. So I'm excited to see that it's not on life support anymore and it shows life again. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, with the Blue Jays, like, I mean, yeah, you talk about Vlad Guerrero Jr., who's who's one of the two NL or AL MVP candidates this year. I mean, just putting up astronomical numbers and uh, it's cool to see him thriving. But the one thing people have been sleeping on a lot is the uh, is the Blue Jays pitching staff. Mm-hmm. They've got some decent pitching up there. And you think about a guy like Robbie Ray. I know. Don't say that name. Don't say I'm that sorry. name. I'm sorry. He I fucking was with the Dimax for six years. Always <laughs> five innings, 100 pitches. And that. he's dominating with Toronto. Like, yes. a lot of not only not only is he dominating, but I he, he you can make a case for him to be the AL Cy Young winner. Like, I know, and he I is, heard it on he the radio today, and I'm like, amazing. God, why does this happen? It, like, well, why do when have... people leave Arizona? They just dump. Like, sh- like we had Max Scherzer at one point, which is a long, long time ago. But Scherzer was a Diamondback. Yeah, it's yeah, just, and it's just, it's just. It's crazy. Pitching, <laughs> you need a coach. You need a pitching coach, obviously. You know, yeah, I'm just yes, like. I know. <laughs> but no. Well, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, you nailed it, Robbie Ray. Like I, because yeah. I knew he had the stuff. Like I knew he had top of the lot, top of the rotation stuff, and he's finally been able to do it there in Toronto. Um, I believe in his last 16 starts, he's like nine and three with like 160 strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Like he, he is blowing guys away. He's yeah, always had sure. a good fastball. He's always been able to strike out guys. But he had control problems. So he would walk five or six guys in a in a five inning start. But he's gotten yeah. that control down. Yeah, they've they've got themselves not potentially a game one starter, maybe a one game playoff starter, which is clutch. And I mean their uh, their late inning bullpen has been clutch too. They've got uh, Jordan Romano, Adam Simber, Tim Maeza, and Trevor Richards. And uh since the beginning of August, they've had a two point two five ERA. And that's just like that's what you need down the stretch. You need you need guys in the bullpen that you can go to to shut down four innings, and they have done that this this year, and especially late in the season. Yeah, so uh, I think yeah. the two wild card for the AL obviously is most likely going to come out of the AL East. It's going to be a combination of Yankees, Red Sox, and Blue Jays. I I feel like Oakland and Seattle they're starting to fall behind a little bit. They're four yeah. games back, so they're starting to. Fall a little bit too far back, so I think it's going to be a combination of one of, of two of those three AL East teams. They're going to have to play Tampa because Tampa is going to take that number one seat. Tampa has like a five six game lead over uh, Houston for that number one spot with fifteen or so games to go. That's that's a lot of ground to make up. Yeah, dude, uh, and like, more credit to Tampa Bay too because I mean, we, I wrote them off at the beginning of the year since they lost so much pitching. You know what I mean? So for them to continue to do what they've been doing is 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 crazy. But back to what you were saying, Brandon, like with like how crucial down the stretch is, you know, the Yankees are going to kind of catch a break if they can get out of their own way. They play a series with Cleveland and, and Texas this next week, but their last two series are against the Red Sox and Toronto on the road. And I mean, you guys know that obviously 
that right there is so cool. It's almost like it writes itself. You're going to have two series between three teams that are trying to make those wild card positions. You know what I mean? So they play Boston uh, two, not this weekend, but next weekend, and then they finish in Toronto. So it's going to be really, really cool down the stretch to see those teams in the East try to like basically push out one or the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- those teams in the East. I mean, you- you've got to give credit to the AL East this year, like especially the fact that we're looking at it right now. And when you look at the wild card, it is basically a three-team race. I mean, yeah, we can talk about Oakland being close, but it is a three-team race. So it, it is going to be interesting to watch down the stretch. And uh, I-, I think those six games the Blue Jays have against the, the Rays, I think those are going to come in pretty, pretty important when you look at the the final standings at the end of the season because those are those are not easy games. <laughs> no. It's, yeah, another uh, thing that people have forgotten is is Oakland has hit a lot of bumps in the road on the injury bug. I mean, not only the pitching, but I mean, Chapman's banged up right now and things like that. But that's another team that, you know, I, I said at the beginning of the year, just since they're in my division, the easiest part of their schedule was all the way through the All-Star break. And after the All-Star break, it was just a gauntlet, you know. Um, you know, they're playing Kansas City right now play the angels they play seattle we know seattle's windows about this this open right now but they play a four-game series with seattle and then they play um houston obviously and then they end it with seattle again so yeah uh, you gotta keep an eye out there um i just don't want the yankees in like it would bring me so much joy to see the yankees not move make the playoffs out of all the moves that they made for sure dude um, for them to not make it in. It always brings me such joy <laughs> there. Uh, let's talk about what went down with the Mets and the Yankees. Are they, was that Sunday where they had the, uh, the benches clear? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah, there was yes. some. Was Sunday night baseball. Yeah. Um, then Carlos Stanton hits the homer, uh, and he, he takes his sweet-ass time to walk to jog around the bases. Gets halfway between second and third, says something to Francisco Lindor and Javi Baez, and the bench is clear. Uh, there wasn't a fight; it was just more of everyone got up. Yeah, you, you had the guys run in from the bullpen. I always find that entertaining when the bullpen's nowhere near where the play's happening, but you have all these guys get up and they run to see. Oh shit! What's going down? What's going on? Um. I think the and best out of it was seeing was seeing Cole sit there doing this. And did you see like guy supposed to have like a hamstring issue and he just bolts over the fence like he was the first one out of the dugout like like over anybody. And then I think it, even though even though I'm not a Yankees fan, you know, Baez and Lindor were sitting there like and they're up. I think the funniest thing in the world was I don't know if you guys saw but Brett Gardner all he did was walk out there and he did this. Since the Mets, we're all doing that, you know, and yeah, that story was he a just little literally, like literally just put in front of them and did this. I was like, <laughs> I just found yeah, that that's story. another story so about uh, the Mets, you know, because the fans were booing them, they decided to boo the fans. I'm like, right. really? That's beautiful. Yeah, but no, it came down to because they they thought the they thought the Yankees were stealing signs, right? They thought uh, Walker was tipping pitches, and uh, so so that's what caused everything. Well, at the end of the day, if you go back and watch the video, it is blatant as day that there is a huge two call whistle right before the pitch happens, and that's what Lindor got pissed off about. 
And it's it's funny because you know that of course Astros Twitter is all over that, you know. And uh, <laughs> yeah, because it's like, dude, those who like cry the loudest is usually the the, the guilty of it, you know what I mean? But I mean I, it look, if you watch the game, you know, I'm not saying it is or isn't. People don't want to admit it. It's part of baseball, but it is plain as day. There is a two call whistle loud from the dugout, and lo and behold, it is a hanging changeup, and Stanton just sits on it, okay? And if you're in the infield, you're going to protect your pitcher on that. You know what I mean? And Lindor called him out, and then look what Lindor does. He goes out there and goes donkey three times. You know what I mean? And him, like, trolling everybody while he was around the bases just literally made my day. Uh, but yeah, that was something interesting. As you can tell, ESPN has downplayed it. They they haven't said anything about it. MLB's downplayed it. Hasn't said anything about it. Uh, it's it's been funny, you know, because this should be a big story and still so, still something that we're talking about right now. And it had maybe like a six hour lifeline. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, like the one thing I was going to bring up is like. Lindor like took care of business at the end of the day. Like he yeah. was pissed off that he showed it. Yeah, he had mm-hmm. a heck of a game at the plate, hitting three home runs. Yeah, uh, I think it's funny Mets... too. I forgot to send it to you, to you guys, but ESPN sent out their um, like last week their Cy Young breakdown, and it was the worst thing that I've ever seen in my life in both divisions. Like they literally had people on there that I was like, why are they even on here? You know what I mean? It's just so funny. It's and it was I can't remember what beat writer it was, but it was a national like beat writer for baseball. And they finally they literally tweeted at ESPN and they said, "Why don't you guys just for real cover baseball in the NBA or football in the NBA and just leave baseball alone? Because you obviously just don't watch." And it's the truth. We've been saying that for years yeah. on this podcast. But I I thought that that was a funny job. If I'm gonna try to find it again and send it to you guys on our text feed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we talked about the AL wild card. Uh, we got to talk about the NL wild card. Do, Cardinals, do, we, do, we, do we have to yes, talk about it? Yes, we do. We do. I know how much it hurts to talk about it. You guys are only a half game out as of right now. Padres did take a 2 0 lead over the Giants there in the first. So that's a good start for them. But the two wild card teams, I mean, it's really one because the Dodgers have like a 17 game lead. Over that second spot, so uh, well, they, they clinched it already. So yeah. yep, mm-hmm. they clinched it last night. Giants clinched on on Monday, so they're both in now. Where they're going to be is different because I believe Giants have like a two game, two and a half game lead over the Dodgers for that division. So they haven't yeah, clinched two. that just yet. Two and a half, yeah, it's, yeah. two and a half game lead. Um, I don't know if they play each other again this year. I don't think they do. I think they played all 19. So, um, hold on. Let me check. Let me go. Yeah, but, but but we we were talking about this before we came on. But if you if you told us back in, in late April, May, that the uh, two teams in the NL to be the first to clinch would be two teams from the NL West, and you did not include the Padres, I think we all would have been shocked. It's been – been an unbelievable free fall this team just cannot get anything right right now even nope. even when, even the giants are done yeah the Gi- they are done so uh i know i know we play we play the giants and that's about it with helping the the, the 
in the division race. But when it comes to the wild card, it's just well, you guys actually play the uh, Dodgers in two weeks. Yeah, so we, we've got like I think six against the Giants left, or maybe four at this point, and or five. Sorry, and then the series against the Dodgers. But yeah, it's just it's it's insane right now to look at that wild card race, and not only the fact that we played so terrible, but the fact that we're still right in the thick of it, only a game mm-hmm. back of St. Louis. And we after we finish the series up at San Francisco, we play three in St. Louis. So that could be what if it turns the season around, that could be what does it. But yeah, credit to the Cardinals, man. They have just been playing unbelievable baseball the past month or so and just looking extremely good. And, and they've started clicking when it matters. They have their corner infielders, Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado, are still top notch players. So they're get their best players are playing very, very well. Um, but I but like the fact that the Dimebacks have been announced like April 1st. Uh, my team, the Route 4, was the Padres. So I'm hoping they make it. If not, then my cheering goes to the Braves. Yeah. Um, talk about the Cardinals real quick. You know, who kind of has found the fountain of youth this summer is almost like uh, yes. Wainwright has came out of nowhere for the Cardinals, man. They, it's almost like, you know, they had this huge contract for this guy and everybody was kind of like, he was kind of like the, he looked just like an innings eater, you know, and he's been lights out pretty much after the all-star break for this team. But at the same time too, I mean, we talked about this before coming on with Chris, you know, it was kind of like a fun little like jab joke in our, our feed for a week or two. And now it's finally kind of like, okay, guys, when are you going to find that? Who's going to be the guy that actually goes to the locker rooms? Like guys, where's the rally? You know, y'all want this. Um, I, I, I hope they can get to get get it together because I mean I'm looking at the I'm looking at the Cardinals um, schedule right now. So yeah, Chris, they they're playing the Mets right now. Then they play you guys, and then they play Milwaukee. Then they play the Cubs again. Then they play Milwaukee again. But then the last series they have the Cubs. So it's kind of like you know, Milwaukee's pretty much got that that division, which is yeah. sad because, I mean, Christian Yelich announced that he's buying 10,000 tickets for over the next week to give away to people because they can't get people to come to the games there in Milwaukee, which is That's very wild. strange because Milwaukee, like, a couple of years ago was rocking up there, you know. Uh, but it's just been a weird, like, last two months to see the NL because, like Brandon said, you know, hats off to the Braves keeping it together after losing um, – Acuna, you know, because I I still thought for a while though that was going to be Philly's division just to to walk through. Obviously, with the Mets crumbling and Atlanta losing the majority of their players to the injury bug once again this year, but you know, for them to kind of have that rally and you know Freeman to kind of step up and be that veteran leader in the in that locker room has shown a lot of fight in this team, and I'm really really interested to see what they're going to do when they're back to full strength next year. Yeah. Um... Phillies, again, they're not out of it, but they have to jump over several teams there to go ahead and make it in. It's not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. They would have to. They would have to win the division at this point. But here's a question, off the wall question: Is Joe Girardi in the hot seat after this season, or are they going to give him one more year? I I think Girardi gets one more year. Yeah, I think he does too. But yeah. it's still it's still Philly, so it wouldn't surprise me, you know. But I think that I, as weird as it sounds, I think the only thing that's helping him 
is how hot Harper has been. Oh, yeah. Some, oh, 100%. In some weird way. In some weird way, I think him having Harper in the, ML, in, in the MVP race is actually helping his case just to stay one more season, you know. But, I, I dude, I, I've said it – I feel like I've said it for the past two years. This team is, has underproduced. So it's kind of like, what is it? Is it, the, is it a team problem? Is it a chemistry problem? Or is it your manager at this point? Because um, I, I just think that this team should should be contending with Atlanta for this division. And I know they are right now, but I, I think everybody in this division from top to bottom should not – uh, or at least three teams should not be at 70 wins this point in the season. You know, I think we should be in the eighties and the nineties on some of these rosters. Yeah. And I mean, when you, when you look at the AL East, yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, is like these teams shouldn't be competing, but it hasn't mm. been that good of a division this year. And I mean, yeah, with the injuries and everything like that, it's just, it just seems like most of those teams outside of the Braves have just faltered. Like the nationals fell off the map. The the Mets have been struggling and the Phillies got hot, but they, they had such ground to make up. Like, yeah, it's, it's been an interesting year out in the NL East. That's for sure. Yeah. For sure. They're two and a half games behind the second wild card and they're four games back in the division. Yeah. And, and one more thing you, we were talking about managers that are on the hot seat. And I think well, I was, uh, was going to ask you, do you want to give your hot? Seat? No, no. I, I do think Jace Tingler is on the hot seat. You go into this last series against the Dodgers, get swept. Do not look competitive in the least bit. You start the series against the Giants looking once again, just just lost and d- disinterested, really. And I think if they get swept by the Giants, I, I don't think he joins the team in St. Louis. And I, I think they pull the I think they pull a string and they fire him at that point. That'd be interesting. I, 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 I'm not gonna. I, I don't have anything to say on that because I mean, yeah, it would be a huge, huge thing to do right now, especially when your team still shows life, you know. But at the same time, I mean, that could be one of those bold moments that like rallies a team, basically, you know. And I don't even, I don't know his his relationship with the guys or anything like that. And I'm not trying to say that you have to chop somebody's head off to get grown men to play a game. But at the same time, that can make or break a team. Um, but well, I mean, I, I think, I think, man, it's just I was I was gonna say that there there is a there is a couple of factors to consider in this, and one is I think AJ pulling the trigger because I think his livelihood's on the line too. Because I think if they miss the playoffs this year, after all the all the money they've spent and all the moves they've made, I, I think there's a serious case to look at whether AJ Preller is the GM leading this team forward. And getting rid of Tingler could be his last his last uh, move before you know if if it happens. So, but no, he he's loved by the players. The problem is he's almost too much loved, and it doesn't seem like that that fire is being able to be lit. And you watch his press conferences last week. Every time it's you know everything's not clicking, but we'll click on all cylinders. It's just it's the same BS he's spewing like press conference in and press conference out. It's just it, he can be friends with them, but can he lead them? And this last month is showing it's 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 a doubt. For sure. You know, and I mean, that, this is another team, too, that, like, has had the strangest injuries and weird coincidence happening. I mean, who would have ever thought at the beginning of the year that we would actually be talking about Tatis playing in right field? I do get that he has been injured and they have been trying to save him as much as possible. But that right there, like, just the weirdness of that, you know, the weirdness of the, the injuries and the pitching rotation and things like that, I mean – when, when we talked about this team in April and we saw them on paper, you know, it, this was a – is this team going to get to 100 wins? Oh, did we lose him? I, I think he froze. 
we okay, were talking no, no, he's going to so, get to 100 wins quicker the Dodgers or the Padres. Yeah. Huh? Blake, I think you're I think you're cutting out a little bit. Yeah, uh, you're going in and out there. But but with the rotation, man, it's just it's just insane when we look at us right now. And it's like Chris Paddock just went back there. Chris Paddock's got questions and he, he's gonna be out for a little bit. Uh, Blake Snell also just got put on a 10-day IL today. It's like you Darvish is pitching with a back injury and doing his best. You is can tell that he why is he's struggling as like well. Shit the second half of the year? I think I think that has a lot to do with it. I mean, you know, we can make the conversation about the other aspect too. Definitely having an impact, and the numbers show that as much. But I, I definitely think his, his back is an issue, and it's shown. And I mean, Joe Musgrove is basically the guy at this point. Like he is our only starter at this point right now in the season that we can trust. And we are every game is a must-win game. He can't pitch all five. So, nope. unfortunately, uh, it's not the way pitchers' arms works. You can't pitch every day for. Mm-hmm five six innings though a hundred pitches i mean you got to count all the warm-up tosses that they do before the game the in-between tosses it's they throw a lot of pitches there when they do their starts so yeah unfortunately they can't pitch there every single game um i think their season is decided after st louis yeah agreed um if they can win tonight against the giants and maybe take two or three from the cardinals Again, they're still on life support. Like, I, they just, they, they just have a lot of work to do. Um, let me pull up their schedule and just. Well, it's they, it's they've they've got tonight and tomorrow against the Giants. Seventy-four then and seventy. Yeah, they've got they've got then they've got the three against the Giants again at home. They've got technically four because they've got that inning and a half to make up from the Braves game uh, as part of a doubleheader, which that one game that we're going to start and I think the fourth inning is going to be huge and that was only a seven inning game so that's going to be about two and a third innings of baseball and if they can pick up a game there that's huge and then they end the season with the Dodgers so it's 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 not an easy road at all and I I do agree I think I think if they cannot win the series in St. Louis and they're finding themselves three games back of St. Louis give or take at the end of that it's over oh yeah I think if they go more than one and a half games out it's over like they just they won't have the time to make up the ground um, I think that hey, second wild card go, team. Go Brewers! Go Brewers! <laughs> um, I think the second wild card team has to win between eighty-three and eighty-five games. Um, so just take that with what you want with the Padres' remaining schedule. That's probably winning nine to ten games over the next couple weeks. Yeah, at this point, the way they're playing right now, I'm questioning them even getting to five hundred, which is just insane for us to think about when we were looking back like four months ago. For sure. It's crazy to think about. Um, I mean, the thing is, it doesn't matter if they get that second. They got to play the Dodgers or the Giants. And it's, literally it's, the last. It's one game. It's one game. Yeah. The last five days between, they've not looked very good against the Dodgers and the Giants. So. Hey, the, it, the, the world is always darkest right before the light comes. And hey, if they're winning, if they, here's the thing, if they get in that wild card spot at this point, they earned it. And that means they're playing really good baseball. And that means they would have just beat the Giants and the Dodgers. So they would we'll probably see. have to face in a one game playoff Max Scherzer. Good luck with that one. Sounds fun. Giants, I think you have a better shot on a one game playoff because you, you face, probably face Kevin Gosman. It's not. Hey, he's not terrible, but he's not Max. Like Max. Hey, it's 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 fine. We faced Scherzer on Sunday and got what? One hit. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, the Dodgers were going to let the guy's arm fall off before they make it to the playoffs, too, which is funny to me. Like, I get that it's in the moment and things like that, and you want to do it on that type of stage, and and him getting his three thousand strike out. But I'm like, man, it's it's too for me with the with the that big, you know, in that late in his career. I think that's I think that's too long and to be out there, you know, with with the playoffs right around the corner. Yeah. Dodgers just keep making bad choices. That's all I care about. Dodgers and Yankees just make bad choices. I'm all for it. Um, but no, there's still a lot to be uh, decided there. Uh, both the AL and the NL for MVPs, really between two players. AL is Vladimir Guerrero and Shehei Otani. And the NL is Fernando Tatis Jr. and Bryce Harper. Um, I, I think... The AL, it could be either one of them. The NL, I, I, I think it's Tatis. Like it has. I, to I think. I think if the Blue Jays make the playoffs, I, I think it has to be Vlad. It's just. It's. It's Shohei has had such an absurd season, and I feel like it's almost like a point of weekly conversation with us. We always just talk about how insane his year is, but if if Vlad carry it gets his team to the playoffs, like I think he's got to be the AL MVP. But in the AL, I think you can make a clear cut case for either candidate. Um, it is, it is something else. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, Tatis, Tatis is amazing. Like Tatis is, but only one, one player can only do so much. Uh, Padres did take a three zero lead on the Giants, so they're starting off pretty good tonight. Um, so that is good for them. Uh, St. Louis is beating the Mets eleven to four right now, though in the yeah, top. They're of just putting it on. Uh, Reds lost. Reds yeah. lost I, I was just about to say, I just saw that they must have been walked off in the ninth. So lost five to four. So that's good for the Padres there. My Pittsburgh Pirates. But uh, it looks like the Cardinals will keep that one game lead. Um, so Padres definitely need to win tonight to not go down even more. Yeah. I know we've um, talked about this multiple times too, but like, how crazy is it to see how far the Twins have dropped this season? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, I, it's we all know that they unreal. had a fire sale. Or a semi fire cell at the trade deadline, but, but to see actually like the Royals ahead of them in that division and them in the basement this year is is crazy to me. Well, and I mean that that's a team we 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 had all talked about potentially being in the playoffs and going on a deep run. Like that's not like somebody that was like a fringe playoff team. Like they were a mm-hmm. solid team on both sides on paper. But yeah, it's just it's just crazy how they've struggled this year. Yeah, it's been yeah they kind of fell off. Uh, I bet the twin. I bet the Blue Jays are loving it because they got their number one ace, and he's helped them out tremendously. So at least someone's benefiting from the Twins sucking this year. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I unless the Blue Jays just fall off, which I don't see happening. Like they're 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 incredibly hot. Like they're just they're playing so well right now. I just don't see them really falling off too much. So I think the Blue Jays will definitely get one of those wild card spots. So I think it's between uh, Boston and New York. Now I would have loved to see a one game uh, one game playoff with Boston and New York. Like hey, I, you, 
you never know. Like we were talking about this before. My nightmare scenario at this point is the Padres and the Cardinals being tied for that second playoff spot and having to have a one game playoff before the one game playoff. But uh, I mean, that could happen with in the AL too, where, where two teams could end mm. with the same record and they have a they have a one game yes, play please. to play. In I would love game. to watch that. I would love to watch that. Like yeah. five nothing Padres. Yeah, if it's if it's not nice. my team, I, I would like Very to good. see that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, just, just watch their arms burn out. And that's the one scary thing. If your team is one of those teams, you have to go into a one game, like winner take all, burn everything, and then do it again. Like, what kind of position are you going to be when you get into that division yeah. series game? Yeah. Uh, I do have to read something here real quick. Uh, congratulations to the Southern California Warriors semi-pro team. The Warriors took a tough 38. Okay, nope. Uh, forget what I said. Not congratulations. The Warriors took a tough 38-8 loss to the Inland Empire Kings in week five of the Southern California Semi-Pro League. Uh, puts them 2-2 two two in the season, but they'll be back on be back in action next week on the road versus the Riverside Disciples. The world of semi-pro semi sports is unlike any other sports organization. Players pay to play in hopes of so many different outcomes, whether it's Playing to get filmed to try out for professional teams, big time colleges, or just to playing to stay in shape. No, no matter what, all semi pro players have one thing in common, and that's playing for the love of the game. The SoCal Warriors have been on quest to earn titles and give players a second chance since 2017. Whether you're in Southern California or anywhere or anywhere in the world, give semi pro sports a chance. If you love your sport, you may get that second chance you have been waiting for as an athlete. Make sure to give them a follow on Twitter at SoCal Warriors, Instagram, Southern California underscore Warriors, and Facebook. Just search Southern California Warriors. Um, background check international. Businesses, are you looking to get a background check on a new hire? Uh, let Kit Fremlin take care of that for you. Kit founded and has managed background check international since 1994. And he's here to help you with the screening process. Contact Kit and let him help make the hiring process that much easier uh this business is used for professional background checks and not for the use of any other crimes such as identity theft or any other illegal activity you can find him at b clint so bcint.com can also search on facebook background check international um any party thoughts for the show tonight fellas I mean, just uh, just very intrigued on what's going to happen the next five games or so, because I feel like that's going to weigh what kind of mood I'm in next week. So <laughs> let's hope that the uh, what we're seeing tonight is kind of a springboard for my Padres and they start remembering how to score runs and play baseball. Well, tonight's starting out pretty well for them, so that's good. That is good for them. Blake, any uh, final thoughts? I'm just ready to see some great baseball down the stretch. You know, I mean – I haven't seen that all year. Well, I don't know what to tell you on that. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thanks for tuning into the show. Make sure to follow our socials so you can see them on the video here. Um, as always, we will see you next time.